This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Speaking of rebounding, Jalen Green had a team high nine rebounds for the Rockets in their loss against the Warriors. Had the most rebounds of anybody other than Kavon Looney, who had 11 in that game. He has, I feel like, looked a lot better than he did in that first game. And the first game just seemed to be the, the season opening loss to the Orlando Magic, but by 30, the one we're talking about here. That just seemed to be a game about not being aggressive enough. And I know he didn't shoot it particularly well, but like he only took one three and was just underwhelming. And ever since then, like he started off that San Antonio Spurs game, like the Jalen Green that you want to see if you're a Rockets fan, if you're the Rockets themselves trying to evaluate this guy in year three, like that's, that is along the lines of what they're looking for, what he was early in that game. And I thought for the most part, the game that he played, you know, not not great shooting numbers against the Warriors, eight of 20 from the field, one of five from three for 21 points. But, you know, you'll take it. You, I, I feel like you'll live with that from a volume shooter like Jalen Green. So what two what I would call plus games from Jalen Green after the first game, not so much. What would you say have been the things that have stood out to you about his game since the last time we talked about him? Um, their offense died when he went off the floor on Sunday and they, they had a lead in the first quarter. He goes to the bench, Steph Curry goes to the bench and it was the Warriors who all of a sudden went on the big run. So yeah, you're right. He like, he was, he was much better Warriors, especially only finished with 21 points, but when he was off the floor, um, it it was very, it, it just looked, it did not look good when he came off the floor offensively. Um, so that was a step in the right direction. Um, him and Shingun have started to work a little bit with that two man game. Um, it hasn't resulted in a ton. Um, Green's assists are down, you know, that happens again. It's a short sample. It's a small sample size. Um, I, I need to look, I want to look at the shot chart. Um, but it, it does feel like he's getting to the rim. He's just not seemingly finishing real well. Once he does get to the rim, um, which has been an issue for him at times throughout his career so far. Like surprisingly, for as athletic as he is, that he, you know, remember that was a big thing his rookie year, not being a great finisher at the rim, considering some of his physical attributes. You're like, why isn't that better? So that's yeah. a that's a little alarming. He's he's fifty-two uh, percent from shots inside the restricted area. League average is 59. Again, that's not good enough, but he's getting there. You know, 54% of his shots are coming at the rim. Um, you want to see that. 
So you want to be able to see him get to those spots. It's just, can you finish? Uh, and he's getting to the free throw line. Okay. Um, let's see. We are at 14 attempts through three games. So it's kind of on par for where he was last year. So again, it's incremental stuff that, that you're, that you're seeing. Um, let me see again, the, Actually, I'm, that's the wrong guy. That's Shingun. <laughs> um, so, but those are, again, those those are little things that you want to be able to see him get better at. And you just want to see, I, I thought that it was good that, um, I, I, not good for the team, that, that it struggled when he was off the floor Sunday. But I think it showed you just how much they are going to rely on him and how much that, hey, when he is on the floor, he can lead an offense. And I thought that he did show at least early on in that game against the Warriors that he can lead the offense and that he can be a, a quality offensive player. Again, the free throws are down a little bit. He's only at four a game this season. So that's not what that's not what you're looking at. The rebounding, though, like you said, has been better. He's not moving the ball. He's not getting the assists the way that he did last year. Um, again, so far, the three-point shooting, again, hasn't quite been there yet. But he's not taking a lot. I mean, he's only taking four. That's a, that's a little surprising. Um, yeah, and and I think this is an aspect that we'll get to later on is that they aren't generating probably enough three point looks. Uh, I think that they would like to probably generate a few more of those shots, but again, it's it's all very early in this process. But I I think that he has been green. Some I think that you're probably hoping to see a little bit more so far um, in in his third year in the NBA. But I, I did think that Sunday against the Warriors, that was like enough to where you say, okay, you know what? There, there's obviously there's something there, um, and maybe he's he's just got to get his legs under him this season. But there's there's been good and there's been bad. Yeah, but and, and but that's the thing with me with him, man. The the something there part, Adam. Like we know that. Like we've we've known about the something there part. He's shown early enough in his career, even as a rookie, that there was something there. And and that that is that is like the maybe the 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 gift and the curse, or maybe part of the the problem and the solution that that something is there. It's just like my thing with Jalen Green is like the repeatability of it. Like how many times can you string it together, put it together times in a row? And he did it. He's done that. I don't want to make it seem like he's never put together, strung together good games consecutively like he hasn't been good for for stretches he has but then and then there, there are also those lows and maybe you can just attribute it to him being such a young guy such a young player and the development still being there but that is the question that needs to be answered this year is can he can you rely on him from a night to night basis to be the to be the guy that he essentially was in gold or against the Golden State Warriors and not so much the one that he was against the Magic where he's just sort of there and he's existing and he's not terrible uh, and, and he clearly had there's clearly something there he has these attributes but it's just not enough or it's just not standing out in ways that it needs to for a guy like that not just being a number two overall pick, but being somebody that they are, like you said, relying on heavily this year to be a huge part of their offense. Like they're putting the ball in his hands. You know, they don't have they don't have the ideal backup point guard situation that that maybe they thought they were going to have, or the ideal second unit scoring situation that they thought they were going to have when Kevin Porter Jr. was still in the mix. And I think even then they wanted to have. Jalen Green on the ball a little bit more, having the ball in his hands a little bit more in year three. So 
for me, it's about repeatability. It's about consistency. It's about, hey, look, if you're going to become that frontline guy, the one that you talked about being when you were drafted, when you went to the podium and said, hey, max contract and uh, all star, everything that he was talking about, which, again, seems to be in there, seems to be part of his like talent evaluation is like, yeah, he could be all of those things that he said. Okay, put it together over uh, a stretch of time and do it on a team that's actually trying to be serious. I think that's been another knock on whenever Jalen Green has played well. There's been the the easy criticism of or the easy critique of, well, somebody's got to get all the points on an NBA team. Like somebody's got to score. Right. And this is this is a team that that is poorly built, poorly constructed and headed nowhere. And for him to be the best player on on that team is not all that impressive. But to be the best player or to be a plus player, all star caliber player on a team that's actually built to win and with the intention of winning, I think goes a long way. And so that's what you're trying to see from him. And obviously, three games into it is not enough time to say either way if you're actually seeing it or if you're actually going to see it but but that's what it's got to be that's what it's got to look like it's got to be it's got to be what you were just talking about with with the warriors game and what i was talking about with the beginning of that spurs game it's got to be that on a consistent basis on a consistent basis for Jalen green well that's what this season is about this season is trying to figure out if he is that guy that's worthy of the huge extension like that's what he that's what they are trying to learn this season if he is that guy. And so far, I don't think he is. Now, can he get there? Absolutely. Like, like you said, the ability is certainly there, but it's anybody can do it once a week. Anybody can or, you know, anybody can do it once. A lot of guys can do it once a week. A couple guys can, you know, a few guys can do it, you know, three out of every six games, you know, you know, one out of every two games, you know, 50% of the time. But the elite guys are the ones who can do it over and over and over and over and over again. Those are the guys that you can count on. And that's one of the things that he has to be able to prove. Can he be one of those guys that you can really count on? So far, you can count on him, you know, maybe once every four games. But those aren't the guys that get the huge extensions. The guys that get the huge extensions are the ones who do it night after night after night. And he has not proven that he can do that. Again, the talent is there. Uh, he's put in the work. Um, he's getting, you know, He's just got to be able to figure out how to do the little things better. And this is a guy who we I brought up the the shot distribution from the restricted area. He was 54% so far this season. Last year, he was 39%. So, like, he's focusing on getting to the rim more. But, again, he's not finishing. And as a guard, if you're not finishing in the paint, then you put – then you throw off your whole floor balance. And now all of a sudden – the defense, the the opposing offense now has a leg up on you, and you give them a transition opportunity. So um, he's got to be better than fifty two percent from the restricted area. Like that's got to be something that he really focuses on, and he's got to get to the free throw line a little bit more. That was what it, that's one of the areas where he really took a step last year. He's so far again, it's it's three games. He's taken a step back with that this season, but if he can get to the free throw line seven eight times a game, then those are that those should be just easy points for him. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Well, Adam, this is what intrigues me about the Hornets game. Like aside from the final score and the fact that the Rockets haven't won a game and so they're still on a quest for that. So until they win a game, every the story of every game is can they win tonight? Can they finally win a game? So aside from that, though, it's the Jalen Green juxtaposition against his peers. And by peers, I mean, like, you think about LaMelo Ball being one of those guys that did get that extension after after year three, as we've talked about. But then I also think about Brandon Miller as somebody who, again, just a few games into his, into his career, okay, he's a rookie and, and the season just started. But he is somebody who I feel like by year three, and, and this is a complete projection by my part, okay? I'm just going to throw it out there. But he is somebody who it feels like by year three is going to be someone that they're going to say yes to. Okay, that after three years, when they're when they're having the same conversation about Brandon Miller, whoever covers the, the Hornets, does the Hornets podcast, is having their conversation about Brandon Miller uh, two, two, three years from now about, hey, is he going to be the guy that you want to extend and give that big money to? I feel like it's going to be a yes. Now, could I be wrong? Certainly. But those are those are two guys on one team that's coming in here on Wednesday that it, it it feels like it's trending up. Now, obviously, again, with Brandon Miller, it's way presumptuous for me to say that, you know, you probably based off of just volume, you'd have to feel better about Jalen Green than you do about uh, about Brandon Miller. But if you're doing the projection game, I'm like, hey, they've got the one guy in LaMelo that they did pay. And they got the other guy in Brandon Miller, who it feels like just based off of how I what the little that I've seen of him and how he projects, I think feel like that's going to be a guy that they pay too. And so where does Jalen Green fit in that mix? You know, and that's not that's not what the game is about. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to say that. But that is something that's going to be in the back of my mind that I'm watching sort of the game within the game for me, just from an observational standpoint. You know, where, where does he fit in the in the mix of his peers, other guys that were drafted super high and then come into the league and, and show it or at least show enough to make the team that drafted him want to pay him to keep him around? And Green isn't 19 anymore. Like it was a very easy excuse to talk about how oh, he's only 19 when he first came into the league. He's 21. And now he's this is his third NBA season. Like he's gone through two full NBA off seasons. He's gone through two full and, you know, he's gone through, he's gone through the ringer now a couple of times. So you feel like he should be advanced and he should be like, this should be the guy who is supposed to, to get to that point. Um, but again, he's got 79 games to show it. Yeah. But, but, but you know what, that's also the supposed not to cut you off, Adam, but that's also supposed to be the benefit of, this quote unquote tanking that they've done over the last couple of years where, or, or, or maybe a better way to put it is that's supposed to be the benefit of him just being anointed those minutes. Remember how we talked about that, about how guys weren't just going to be given jobs and given minutes anymore under MA Udoka, whereas they kind of were with the previous regime. Like that was supposed to be the benefit of that though. The whole, just like sink or swim, go out there and play. And, and Jalen Green just being assumed the assumed that position and and anointed that position. 
like the benefit of that is or to me should be that by year three hey maybe he hadn't earned all of his playing time that he was given but he was given it and did play it and so the benefit of that should be hey experience and some kind of like learning lesson of you know all of this time in the nba now you know like he hasn't had to just sit there and, and and watch you know he's he has played most of the minutes of the last two seasons. Yeah, he's he's had the reps. Like a lot of times, young guys they don't necessarily have the reps. He has the reps. He doesn't have the excuse of saying, you know, I, I don't, I haven't gotten the opportunities. He's had plenty of opportunities. Now it's about the production and can he produce at the way at the level that he's supposed to be able to produce.